The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. This Sunday evening, the third day of February, it is uh, 11 minutes after the hour as we get into the booze and the blues here on this uh, this, uh, this Super Bowl Sunday, I suppose. Uh, yeah, because it's stiff competition. <laughs> you know... You know, we do it every year, and I found that most 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 fans of the Blues don't care about that game. They 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 really don't. And and as you know, we have for tonight uh, uh, Dr. David Evans. David uh, is here. Uh, he's been here a, a couple of times. Uh, it's been a while. Yes, it's been a while, but I've been here. Before. And and I know you have you have a large following overseas, and they're probably tuned in now. So well, I play overseas. I don't know. Following that, I've, 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 I've been I've been back to a few of the places. Yeah, I, so I guess they haven't run you off, is what it is. They haven't run me off yet. I've still got some things lined up uh, this year. Oh, that's 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 good. How many how many t- how many times a year do you play over there? Um, about twice. Uh, one year recently, I only I think it was a year before last I played once, but twice last year I got two things yeah. lined up uh, this year in uh, Switzerland and. France and Germany and Czech Republic. Wow! So, so you do like a just a series of one night stands? Well, these are two different tours. Oh, two different tours. Yeah. 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 Well, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> one night stands. Yeah. yeah you plan a club, get the get get on the train and go to the next town, right? Culture center, uh, workshop, or yeah, uh, restaurants. I mean, different kinds of or little festivals, big festivals. Yeah, the Europeans, and especially I think the Eastern Europeans, they love this music that you play. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. There's something about that American music that really turns their crank, it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a blues scene in uh, just about every country in Europe. and I mean, I've been in, I don't know, about 15 of them. Yeah. Playing, you know, and, and it's not... Well, in, in some places, uh, you play uh, your, uh, your, your culture, you know, your... <laughs> Your uh, some oddity of uh, the world's culture you right. know, that is coming through. Right, and, right. Uh, and that, that's an old tradition in Europe, uh, even back in the 19th century. Uh, artists from all over the world, many parts of the world, you know, including America, uh, would travel in uh, Europe and then Wild West shows and then solo artists. They would do what they were from. Yeah, 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 what they were from. Yeah. And they could. Some could make a living uh, at it. So, Imagine that. Uh, and in a lot of places, you know, there there wasn't a an audience for their particular type of music, but there was an audience for uh, anything different in music. You know? Well, sure. And, uh, and there were a lot of people that could provide something different. So uh, in in some places, you know, blues is something different. You know, I mean, you know, I've played in you know uh, Latvia. <laughs> yeah, Latvian artists uh, playing the blues, I'm know, sure, is a little different. There's not too yeah. many yeah. Uh, Americans that get to some of these places. So, sure. Uh, they, they don't have uh, – uh, most of the people only go locally for their entertainment. Well, in a lot of parts of Europe, they do. Sure. And uh, so it's whatever's coming through. Whatever's <laughs> coming through, we're going to that show, Mama. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what that's yeah, all about. I mean, yeah, they may like it, they may not. <laughs> it's just something different, they, something, yeah, something good to see. Uh, very limited selection, you know, uh, at least for any one night of the week or one weekend. You know, there's one act, you know, European that's 
different from, uh, of course, you know, they, they've got their local music, too. Well, sure. And European audiences, are, they're a little different. They're, they, they are very respectful of the artist, for sure. Uh, yeah. But it's not like they're jumping around like they do here. They're not just, yeah. you know, crawling up onto the dance floor yeah. and going crazy. You know, they're, they're, they, they, let you, they let you do your thing. Well, yeah, yeah they, they do. And uh, they, as I say, they got uh, all kinds of music uh, coming through that they have a great respect for. I mean, you know, European, Europe's got its own great uh, music tradition uh too but sure people that uh like uh classical music or national music or uh, they uh like uh, things from other parts of the world too and sure uh, appreciate them for the qualities that they have you know? yeah absolutely i uh I, I have not had a chance to listen to it yet uh, we've got it though we've got your brand new record uh lonesome midnight dream um you did this like it was it late last year i think it was uh, well i made the recordings, let me see, 2014 and 15, I believe it was, uh, 14 and 15. 14 and 15, uh, yeah. And uh, two different years uh, over in Germany in um, the small record label I record for, Blind Lemon. Yeah, Blind Lemon. But it's uh, exclusively uh, this kind of music, kind of acoustic blues and bluesy, blues-like music. Um, And... uh, with guitar, you know, and acoustic. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, we're going to be very electric uh, here, but uh, they want to be really acoustic. But uh, actually, my first two albums for them were live, uh, though, at a club, and I did have a little amplification, so it suited me, which I like to have. Sure. Uh, especially with this particular uh, guitar, uh, the acoustic guitar. Well, it's fun, too. It's intimate, and especially with a microphone, uh, you can uh, make it sound... Uh, real good but uh, we're well, going to be kind of electric uh, well that's yeah there. we've got you set up here on the pa system in here uh tonight so which is which is which is great and uh, get, getting you a chance to plug into that old crate and make some uh, make some make some sound is it it's were. like uh yeah the youth club i played at uh, <laughs> in, uh, in holland uh where was it uh oh man some place in the southern part of holland not too far from belgium and uh yeah that was uh on the stage are really cranked up smoke uh, machines you know everything <laughs> lights uh, you know uh, we call them strobe lights and oh well some kind of a light show yeah you know, I, I, it's just me you know it's just you, stage, you, know, <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they figured all the Americans like all that pyrotechnic stuff yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> that's that was, you know you, you get all kinds of uh, venues Oh, I would imagine so. Uh, well, on that, uh, how, you, you feel like playing a tune? Uh, yeah, you want to you wanna hop in and uh, grab one here before we grab a break? Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll play. Uh, I often do this one. This is one of uh, my interpretation. i put it that way. One of Blind Lemon's, um, Blind Lemon, Jefferson's famous numbers, uh, uh, Broken Ink Out of Dime. <laughs> Broken, I ain't got a dime. I'm broken, I ain't got a dime. I'm broken, I ain't got a dime. Everybody gets in hard luck sometimes. I was standing on East Cairo Street one day. 
I was standing on East Cairo Street one day. I was standing on East Cairo Street one day. One dime was all I had. One dime was all I had. One dime was all I had. One dime was all I Gonna be a sporting lad. I bought the morning news. Lord, I bought that morning news. I bought that morning news. And I bought me a cigar too. I'll play it while I smoke this cigar. Oh, babe, I'm all out and down. Oh, babe, I'm all out and down. Loving, babe, I'm all out and down. I'm a stranger in your town. Memphis, Tennessee, I'm broke and I ain't got a dime. I'm broke and I ain't got a dime. I'm broke and I ain't got a Everybody getting hard luck Very nice. You, uh, you, uh, uh, you're a professor of of uh, music history. Is, is that? Well, I was. I mean, Are you I'm retired? retired. You, you retired. Well, you never really retire, but uh, yeah, true. From teaching. Yeah, that way. And and the, the 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 music that you play primarily is is you you're, I guess you you're more closely related to the uh, pre-war blues. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Is is there a reason uh, for that? Is it was uh, well, I back in the. 60s, uh, the uh, uh, well, acoustic blues was very popular, and there's old folk music mu- movement, and uh, I mean the, the ridiculous uh, question, but it was taken very seriously as whether any electric music could be folk music. Yeah, you know. So uh, the <laughs> I, I didn't worry about it. Uh, all that much, but I was uh, attracted to the uh, acoustic uh, music uh, first, you know, in the blues uh, line, and uh, I came to appreciate, you know, electric blues, especially just, you could say, amplified blues, you know, John Lee Hooker and sure. the early Muddy Waters and stuff like that, and uh, then later, you know, Chicago blues and lead guitar, I uh, used to uh, record it and Patronize their shows, you know, the Fieldstones and yeah. uh, Hollywood All Stars and uh, those kinds of groups. And uh, there's hardly any of them around anymore. Earl of Pearl. 
still plays. <laughs> yeah, Earl, Earl still has uh, it. Leroy Martin's. Yeah. Oh, Don Valentine, he, he came up and he was the young guy. He was the kid. Sure, uh, yeah. He's now, you know, getting to be uh, up in age. More, more <laughs> he's, he's, he's starting yeah. to grow into it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much of an impact would you would you reckon the resonator guitar had on uh, on on music? Uh, I mean, because well, that's preamplification. It the, uh, yeah, it was a louder guitar. I mean, you had the twelve string. Uh, that was maybe the first guitar. I mean, it had its own properties, but one of them was it was loud. It was very loud. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then uh, you had uh, resonator. Well, the Gibson oh, that was big and loud. Uh, yeah. And uh, then uh, you had uh, the uh, uh, resonator guitars. Uh, sure. Mostly originally for uh, Hawaiian uh, music. And the same way with the uh, electric guitar and steel guitar. Uh, it was largely for Hawaiian music. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, and then jazz uh, picked up on it real quick. And some of the top blues artists, uh, mostly in Chicago, uh, went electric in the late 30s, uh, uh, at least on their records, uh, Big Bill uh, and uh, Memphis Minnie and uh, oh, Tampa Red, yeah. uh, the guitar players, uh, and uh, that was a new sound, you know, uh, really in uh, blues. I mean, it was their old sound, but it was amplified. Yeah, because you know, even like with back to the resonator, they that's still a popular enough instrument. But I guess just because of its tone. But yeah, but it, not distorted. Uh, yeah. See, they were recording for major labels, you know, Columbia and Decca, and those engineers were not <laughs> into distortion. No. If, no. <laughs> if, if even the artists were, I'm not. Uh, don't really know for sure. I mean, Muddy Waters later. Sure. Got a distorted sound, but you know first when they were recording for Columbia, uh, there was no distortion and then when the independent labels came along, those guys, either they, some of them liked distortion or they just recorded it as it was, you know, played through a cruddy amp or through a, an amp. That, <laughs> whatever they whatever had. Whatever was <laughs> set to the max, you know. And, uh, yeah. And uh, that's, you know, what it sounded like. Uh, and, and then that became an aesthetic, you know, people like distortion. Oh, sure. I mean, they don't in all musical traditions. Uh, no, I couldn't imagine guys like Robert Johnson being anywhere near distorted, you know. Yeah. With that little parlor guitar that he played. Yeah. Was it Gibson ES-1, wasn't it, I think he had? I'm not uh, I can't remember. Guitars but but it, was, it was, he played fairly loud, too, from yeah. my understanding. Yeah, yeah. of course, they could have close-miked him, uh, too, uh, but... Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, I've recorded music in Venezuela, and there they don't like distortion. I mean, unless it's a heavy metal band. Well, of course, yes. Like, you know, <laughs> it's by design, and, yeah. Uh, but Latin American music in general doesn't. It's a very clean tone. Uh, yeah. A lot of distortion. And uh, again, of course, uh, European music, you know, right. some of the stuff like what I would hear in Czech Republic. symbol and it's, it's basically like on a hammer dulcimer but it's huge and it's factory made and it's yeah, I mean it's like you know a 
piano. Right. It's, 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 but it's a, you play with hammers. You know? Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, and so but it's a real clean sound. But oh, yeah. It's uh, you know, what, what they like. Absolutely. Know, for their own music. Sure, sure. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to pause here, David, and uh, when we come back, uh, we'll uh, we'll chat a bit more uh, up out of the break too. I was going to play a uh, play one of the cuts off the record, if you don't mind. Uh, do, you, do you have one in particular you, that uh, that you, you'd like to oh, you'd like um, to hear? Well, there's uh, oh boy, don't leave me here is good. Uh, is that the second one? That's the second cut. Yeah, yeah. don't leave me here. Ain't hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like that. I like old fashioned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll play that and uh, and then we'll we'll chat a bit more and play a little bit more too. How about that, Dave? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, great.
David Evans there from his brand new record, Lonesome Midnight Dream. That is Don't Leave Me Here, here on the Booze and Blues. Uh, uh, David is here in the studio uh, hanging out with us and uh, spending uh, some quality time. We thank you for your time here on this oh, Super Bowl I'm Sunday. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm sure there's probably yes. some Super Bowl party that would probably uh, would want you there. Uh, I, I, I doubt it. Uh, that, that, would be a, that would be a new one for you. That would be a new yeah, one for you. I, I, played, I played for uh, drunken Scottish sailors in a... City in Latvia. That was a. Oh my God. I bet that was. And some gypsies showed up, too. Top that. Pretty strange strange night. (laughs) Drunken sailors at a a bar in Latvia. Oh, Scottish sailors, no less. Oh, yeah. They know how to party, I'm sure. (laughs) Just gotten in. Yeah, fleet's in. Look out, ladies. Uh, this record uh, here that we heard this cut from, uh, you said you recorded that in Germany. Is that right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, with, with uh, Blind Lemon. Well, Blind oh, that's, Lemon. That's the label, label. Yeah. yeah. Not with the artist, of no, course. No, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. I'd love to have met him. Um, there's a there is a drug band feel to this uh, to this stuff. Uh, we just heard you on the kazoo. Uh, 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 right. Well, the, actually, uh, the song um, I haven't done it with the jug band, but it's in that very old. Uh, style, the uh, kind of earliest blues. It's a song sometimes known as Alabama Bound. Uh, that arrangement was modeled after uh, Henry Thomas. They called him Ragtime Texas. And he uh, played the uh, quills or the panpipes and uh, the guitar. And yeah. So I just substituted the kazoo for his line on that. Uh, his other song is Bulldoze Blues became, uh, was it uh, Can't Eat's? Uh, Going up the country. Yeah, going up yeah. the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think you have a version yeah, of that yeah, on this yeah. one as well. Uh, well, well uh, yeah, I, I, I do uh, on a different album. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on a di- yeah. Because I know I've, yeah, I've got your one stuff. One of my uh, albums uh, on the Inside Sounds here in Memphis. Yeah, with uh, Eddie, Eddie Eddie Daddle. Daddle yeah. yeah, my producer. Eddie's Eddie's a great guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have three albums, three CDs on the uh, with, Inside Sounds. With the with that drug band vibe, have you been tempted to? I don't know. Explore the the hokum end of that. That the the, I guess uh, they call the culture records of the time. Well, the dirty stuff. Uh, that, I mean, you, the everybody uh, that calls them themselves having a jug band uh, seems to emphasize that uh, hokum material, and there, there's plenty of it. Uh, oh yeah. But uh, the bands, especially the ones in Memphis uh, that recorded anyway, uh, were basically blues bands and did some uh, novelty material or hokum uh, material. But you, you examine the bulk of their recordings, like the Memphis Jug Band, and it's about 80% blues. Yeah, it's the, more secular stuff, if you yeah. will, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I mean, it's all great, the hokum, too. Uh, I, we do a few songs like Who Pumped the Wind in My Donut. <laughs> That's beautiful. um, Then uh, (laughs) some kind of minstrel era songs or minstrel show songs. Uh, One I got on the CD uh, uh, called Nobody's Business. Now there's a blues song called Nobody's Business that a lot of people know, but this is kind of older song of that title. Uh, Madam Hunt, uh, she used to sing with jug bands, and I learned the 
that song from her. Yeah. I used to play it and back her up singing that song. And uh, so I got that on my CD. Oh, that's, that's beautiful, yeah. Guitar and another singer with me. Sure, sure. So that's, that's a good one to play uh, later on for that style. But uh, <laughs> in Germany, I, I did put together a jug band uh, in uh, Göttingen, Germany. There's an American guy, uh, Howard, I forget his last name, but he, he's been living in Germany a long, long time, I guess since the 60s, uh, I think the Vietnam era. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I see where you're going. <laughs> and, uh, he, he played Jug. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of Americans been over there. There's a lot of expats Tom, over Tom there. Tom yeah. a yeah. very fine blues singer, lives in a log cabin in so it's not it's not hard finding like-minded musicians over there. Oh, oh no, and then there's very good European musicians too yeah. that you run into uh, here and there, or sometimes they'll uh, accompany you. Yeah. On a gig. I mean, sometimes it can you get not so good well. musicians there, or the. I mean, I once had one gig in Paris and at a club, and five harmonica players showed up. Oh my! Sitting. <laughs> well, what can you do? I mean, they're, they're, they're all, all the at the same time, blue, all the blues harmonica players in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> all five of them showed and, up. And, 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 and one of them had a gig that night. So oh my God! What a disaster! Well, I mean, some of them were good. Well, sure. Some of them not so good. Well, you know. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you have to and give nice them the credit, though, the, yeah. for coming out and, and wanting yeah. to be a part of it. You yeah. Know? And yeah. I guess that's part of being a, a musician from here. Was when you travel, it's like, oh, this guy's from Memphis. We, yeah. you know, he's he's closer to it for yeah. some reason. But, but you don't want to do you know the whole show because there's some people come to see you. You know, I mean, I feel the same way, and I felt the same way going to see somebody and somebody sitting in. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, who's, I, I didn't pay for this. <laughs> I had a guy jump up on a stage, an elevated stage. He jumped up. I mean, it's about four feet. The, the guy was really uh, limber, and he was a harmonica player. So he, he, found an, he found an open mic on the stage. Oh, my God. Stage. Yeah. You know, I was sitting down doing my thing, playing, and there were a band had been on before me, you know, and they had all these mics lined up, and he found one that was still hot. Playing with me. Oh, God. This is a big, big show. I mean, it was a festival. <laughs> it was the second booking behind Candy. I mean, Did you turn around and say, it's in G? Uh, what do you. <laughs> well, I, I have one piece I play in the key of B. Uh, that, uh, Find a harp for that. Yeah, it's, uh, most harp players don't carry They don't carry that. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's. It's just good to have. Well, sure. <laughs> Self-preservation. You know. That which that, that brings up an interesting question about keys. Is is it? I, I've I've heard this. I guess is is I don't know part of trivia. Is, is as far as these older these older musicians back in the day, to way to protect their music, they would often create their own open tunings, so that they could not be duplicated. Mm-hmm. Is there any truth to that? Oh, is I, I don't think so. I mean, some people wouldn't know. Tuning the guy was uh, there, some created some really odd tunings. Now, uh, well, they yeah, maybe I guess partly open, but uh, just uh, I can't 
think of one uh, just offhand, but I know there are some. Uh, some people say Lonnie Johnson used a strange tuning for a lot of his yeah. uh, songs. Uh, I, I, I've got a friend in California that plays in a, God, I don't know what, what he calls it, uh, but it's his own invention. He's got chord. He can play several keys within the student, just like in standard tuning. Right, right. Uh, you can, and uh, he's got his own chord shapes. Okay. He just decided he got, he was a pretty good blues player. That's good musicianship to be able to pull uh, that and off. And he just, right. just got tired of standard, standard stuff. Tuning. Yeah. <laughs> so up with something different. Do you play in standard for the most part? Um, or do you, you dabble in the open tunings? About, uh, about 60%. Open G, open D, and what they call drop D. Yeah. And I play a few pieces in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd love it. I know that a lot of that was used in, to make it easier for slide work, uh, but I think Robert Johnson played a lot. Most of his stuff was, was in open G, and well, this is gonna be just uh, D, but it's just the drop, the drop D. That string's tuned down. Well, this is the Big Road Blues. Uh, okay. Tommy Johnson, uh, famous song. I've been doing this one a long time. Trouble get like mine. 
Such a great sound, and that that was that was a, that's a drop D, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that bottom end just really uh, yeah. brings yeah. everything up. Yeah, it helps. Well, this is what this was built for. Not trying to reach the, no, no. The people at the table tinkling their glasses. Well, I'm sure <laughs> if there is, <laughs> you, you have to overcome a lot of that, don't you? <laughs> So when you play, a sh- is this how you would play a, a show normally? You just take the acoustic and plug it in, and uh, yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, it, it, well, it, well, usually there's a sound system. Sure, sure. So, uh, so that helps. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, on the stage, it's not uh, quite as much as it is on the audience. Then you're using picks on your fingers, yeah. even though you're finger picking. So I get yeah. that helps really get that that sound out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I like a fairly light gauge. Or well, that guitar sounds, gore- and it's it's a good looking guitar too. It's it's a beautiful. Okay, so uh, yeah, but uh, as I say, I play in the uh, a lot, quite a bit, and I could do just about a whole All the- set in open G tuning. I have just about, of course. Uh, that's the trouble with the open tunings. Uh, you see, it takes little time to tune into it. I I had one string down already. 
And it gives you time to tell a quick joke to the audience. Well, you know? sometimes, yeah, you have to do that, but you're trying to, you're trying to concentrate on it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do two things at once, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to stress you out, David. I, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, now, the Memphis audiences are uh, funny. It's, in yeah. a way, I kind of yeah, they're funny, enjoy right. playing uh, for them because they like to, uh, especially play at restaurants, people are eating and talking and they don't seem to be listening but they seem to like uh, the ambience you know being in the midst of music it stimulates them to eat and talk uh, so you have to sort of accept that you know as a musician I've, I've heard I've heard restaurants will often have mus- music that is uh, 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 at a faster tempo to get people to eat faster to get them out. Oh. Well, so they could uh, turn the tables, you know? I never thought of that. <laughs> I, I like to keep the music going, though. Uh, well, sure. Some people, some, uh, I've seen some musicians at restaurants uh, kind of intersperse their songs. They just like they just, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, sit back for a little while you know, before they play the next one. Oh, yeah. Or they talk, or if it's a group or a duo they talk to each other yeah <laughs> so that was your weekend i like to put on a little show well sure listening, you know because yeah. if they're not it's you know i'm practicing for my next show well and eventually you wind up commanding you eventually wind up commanding the room that way too because if you start saying things that are interesting or playing things that are interesting yeah. all of a sudden people stop and they listen you know yeah well you can try out uh, uh, songs that you wouldn't normally play too oh well sure sure you make a mistake <laughs> no, no, one was no one's gonna anyway. know <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna go home and go god that guy was horrible I, uh... Mama 
more phone keeps ringing. Sound like a long distant call. Well, I picked up the receiver. What you say now? There's another mule kicking in your stall. It's beautiful. I love that. That's such a great sound. The country blues, man. I, I absolutely love it. I had a dream last night, and it troubled me to my heart. Had a dream last night, and it troubled me to my heart. about the day when you and I must part When I was a young man I used to laugh and fool and clown When I was a young man I used to laugh and fool and clown Now I done got sit around I am old and gray but I've learned a thing or two I'm old and gray but I've learned a thing or two I don't like cheating and lying don't like them that do
That's David Evans here at Radio Memphis and the title track to his current record. It's Lonesome Midnight Dream. It is uh, available where sold, I'm, I'm, a, I'm assuming is a good way to put that. It's uh, <laughs> uh, the, usual, the usual places. Uh, uh, grab this uh, record and add it to your collection. It's some, some good stuff. Overseas. It came out in Germany. We don't have much American distribution. Really? So, did, did, do you go the iTunes route? Or? Uh, I mean, it... It is available uh, for uh, purchase or downloading, but it's an import, you know. It's, oh, well, yeah. It's ridiculously uh, expensive, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's available. <laughs> it's available. Uh, get it, yeah. Well, and you have some that you take to your local performances. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, do you have any shows coming up uh, anytime soon? Well, uh, let me see. I've got something uh, next weekend. It's uh, kind of thing is something for teachers over in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, well, that'll be fun. At the Clinton Center. So <laughs> never played there before. Well, yeah, the first time for everything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think Bill and Hillary. I don't know that they'll be there for that one. You never know. Bill Bill might wander in, you know. I hear the but food's I good. I play, play a little and talk a little yeah. there. And then, uh, oh, I got some things at Central Barbecue Midtown. Starting in March, right? I forget the dates and times. Um, but uh, then 
let's see, I got something in California in early May, and in late May I got a big festival in Switzerland, uh, something called Blues Rules. Uh, they've got a lot of artists from this part of the country, uh, Memphis and Mississippi, in the past. So they're finally having me. <laughs> <laughs> and then in September I got a workshop, uh, a guitar workshop. Uh, it's part of a kind of a four-day uh, camp like in uh, Rocky Ridge, Colorado. It's called Rocky Ridge folk camp or something like that yeah and uh but you can go to rockyridge.org and uh, find out all about it uh, and it's uh they get a lot of good uh, guitar pickers mandolin and uh, violin and uh it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of a folk camp with some you know really uh well-established instructors i'm, I'm kind of new at that sort of thing but i do have a video coming out on uh, Stefan Grossman's guitar workshop that should be out in a couple months. Yeah. Uh, on uh, blues of Tommy Johnson, that big road blues that I played was one of his songs. And uh, <coughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, as I say, Germany and Czech Republic, that'll be in September. Yeah. Uh, right after that uh, Deal camp, color that really, workshop. Yeah. We were we were talking upstairs uh, off the air um, about uh, your 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 time I guess behind the behind the board uh, recording uh, uh, various artists and I I learned that you had recorded Jesse May Hemphill. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, well I uh, played uh, guitar, second guitar uh, with her for a good number of years and recorded. Uh, let me see. Uh, well, three albums. Uh, three CDs uh, worth. She's got, uh, well, they're all on uh, high water. They're all uh, currently available. Yeah. And uh, she's got a few tracks here and there on other labels, but uh, most of what she's done is on high water. And it's mostly studio recordings. There are a few field recordings that she made at home. Yeah, because you did a lot of that. You would you would take a mobile rig oh, yeah, out yeah. And, and record these folks yeah, at their homes. Just, and, yeah. Uh, Stereo. Well, at one point I used uh, four track machine, yeah. and then uh, lately I had an eight track uh, uh, machine, but that was just a few years ago. Stepping up in the world, there, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, a little hard to a little hard to use. I, I, I messed up one old memory card. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I mean it's, it's you know, a disaster. I, mean, I like you know the old style machines where. Right. Blow the whole thing. And, and you're recording onto tape when you do this, or is it? Uh, it's a digital. No, the, the new. The new stuff. Are digital. All digital. Yeah. I just but, uh, had this vision of you driving up in a pickup truck with this, you know, all yeah, this gear, and you're setting it I up. Liked, uh, I like tape. You know. Oh yeah. Before that, they used to take uh, portable disc and even cylinder machines. Yeah. Around in the field. Yeah. I think there, uh, there's a. The, there's a museum, I believe, in Robinsonville. Uh, I think it's a blues museum there, and oh. and inside is an old, it's an old Chevy or an old Ford. And there was a guy that drove around, and in the mm-hmm. trunk of this thing, he had his stuff. Yeah. 
and he would just run cable to the trunk from the trunk of his car to wherever these kids right. were playing. You'd, uh, well, you'd run the the car, the uh, and uh, you had this big battery, you know, that ran off the car battery. So you had to run the car, but you had to park it a good ways away from. Because <laughs> it make all this noise. Yeah. That's why you had this long cable. Yeah. Uh, because the car was sounding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did that. I think through the '30s and '40s. I think that yeah. it was, and it was, which is remarkable course, for back then. Eventually, yeah. the, you know, a lot of these places started to have electricity. Yeah. Made it easier. Yeah. <laughs> how about a, how about another tune there from you there, uh, David? Uh, okay. Uh, well, this is. Um, hope I can do this. Yeah, I guess I can. Um, kind of my uh, interpretation or revision, whatever. One of uh, Petey Wheatstraw's uh, tunes called "The Hard Working Man." Hard working man doing the best I can. Been up the line, been up the line. I couldn't find nothing pacify my mind. But here I am, a hard-working man. I'm just doing the best I can. Lay down last night, sickin' in my bed. Didn't have nobody rub my aching head. But here I am, a hard-working man I'm just doing the best I can They used to call me the lucky man But I wish somebody would deal me a lucky hand But here I am, a hard-working man I'm just doing the best I can I rolled and tumbled from side to side, trying so hard to be satisfied. But here I am, a hard-working man. I'm just doing the best I can. It's hard times here, everywhere you go. Hard times get everybody down on the killing floor. But here I am, a hard-working man. I'm just doing the best I can. Let me tell you people just how I feel. Hard times make the poor man have to rob and steal. But here I am, a hard-working man I'm just doing the best I can Now, Mr. President and Congress, too If you lose your office, what would you do? But here I am, a hard-working man 
I'm just doing the best I can. Ah, a little, yeah, little Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> Petey Wheatstraw. That's, that's He's buried over in uh, um, Cotton Plain, Arkansas. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. His family's there. Yeah. Bunch. Bunches of them. Bunches of Bunches of bunches of Cotton Plain. Oh, well, yeah. It, it tends to happen in the blues community, I've learned. <laughs> he was sort of the, the black sheep of the family. Uh, but but he was a star at the same time. Well, so sure. Kind of, you know, what do you do? You know, <laughs> when <you're, laughs> someone in your family is notorious, uh, and uh, I, I mean, he was he was big, you know, uh, and uh, so. But uh, he, his great nephew told me that when he was growing up, they the children were told never to speak the name. Really? <laughs> Don't mention that son around here. I... <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then I guess, I guess it happens. I'm, you know, I'm sure fame and the definition of it uh, was different back then. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's nowadays. I mean, you've got you got the internet, you've got every outlet in the world, and you could be famous for really doing some stupid stuff, but. But back then, you really had to work, and you spent oh, a lot yeah. of time on the road, and you were never home. Yeah, yeah, or make records. Yeah. Pete Wittstraw, he had a record on the jukebox all yeah. the time. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure distribution was a different animal back yeah, then, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, different sort of thing. So. Yeah. But, uh, that's what I do. <clears throat> Got out of tune here. Let me see. By the way, those, for those who care, uh, the Patriots did win 13 to 3. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Huh? We don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. The lowest scoring. They said it was one of the lowest scoring games in a long time. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is, uh, I mentioned uh, Tommy Johnson. I got this video of his talk coming out. I wrote a book about his life a long time ago. Uh, he called this one uh, Maggie, but uh, his brother uh, called it uh, the uh, traveling blues or the rambling blues. So we'll call it that. I'm a rambling man. Uh, sure got a rambling mind. Eat on down the line God, I'm gonna win Were you off my mind? Were you off my mind? God, I'm gonna win the 
off my mind If you keep me worrying This morning, said Mama morning prayers, said my morning prayers. I got up this morning, said my morning prayers. I'm gonna find my woman out in the world somewhere. Oh, baby, baby. Calling you You're your three times seven And you know what you want to do You're one with the bulldog He won't barko He won't barko Barko bite with you One with the bulldog Woman won't let you in the night. Wow, I like that. That's uh, that's nice. That's, there's a, there, it's like a uh, oh, oh god, his name just escaped me. He played like that. Uh, 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 honey, honey Boy Williams, I think it was. Uh, uh, honey Boy. Yeah, 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 Honey Boy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he, he it. was. Yeah, he he lived a long time. You know, he's, yeah, oh, yeah. Just close to right around a hundred. You know? Yeah, I guess. He's still playing. You know. Oh yeah, still be able to do it. Uh, I need to take this quick break here. Uh, we've got more with uh, David Evans. If you can, if you can uh, stick around for a little longer. Uh, I guess. Yeah. You, you got you got a you got a show to get to. You got. Yeah. Oh no no no. Okay. <laughs> You gotta pick up the, the leftovers. So She's your 
immer sein. Oh, gib mir mal Train Fair. That's David Evans there from the Lonesome Midnight Dream record and uh, that version of Going Up the Country there as the, the standard, as it, as it were. Well, yeah, that's uh, it's the same lyric, but it's a different song, really. Uh, I uh, learned that mostly from a guy named Roosevelt Holtz down in Bogalusa, uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Do you do you write much, or do you 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 stick with uh, the standards and just rearrange not, them? Yeah. Not too much. I just uh, only when the songs come to me, which isn't very often. But I arrange uh, kind of in my own way, you know, or to suit me anyway. Sure. A lot of uh, traditional pieces or older, real old pieces. Well, that Obviously, I that I learned or saw people play. I'm glad you're doing this music because it's there's not many of of, of, of there's not many musicians out there that are doing this. Well, and I think know, this is this is underserved music. It really is. There are at home, but they don't try to get out, or they don't have confidence to get out, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no audience. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's tough to build an audience for it. It's not for everyone's taste. <laughs> I dig it. I think it's great. I I, I really enjoy it, and and I want to thank you again. I don't know we have just a few a few minutes I don't with know you, but what music is, you know, <laughs> I can't stand a lot of types of. I mean, not a lot of types, but a few types of music. Oh well, yeah, that's everybody. Oh, I get you. No, I'm, you know, I run a radio station, and there's a good bit of the stuff we play that I'm not a, a big fan of, but I get it. I I appreciate what these yeah, guys are doing. Yeah. You know, it's it comes with the territory for sure. Yeah. You know. Uh, but this is why we have this show too, and this is actually more selfish on my end because I love this stuff. I absolutely adore it, and uh, and once again, thank you for coming down tonight to to to, to come play. Um, uh, you you want to you want to play a, play another tune here? Yeah, we got time. We got time for a couple of more here if you're up for it. I don't want to play one off the CD, so. Oh, you can if you want to. It's up to you. This is your time, my friend. Well, let me see. No, this is not off of... Um, I'm not going to play that. Oh, shoot. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'll, I'll try this one. Uh, Mississippi River Blues. Mississippi River It's so long and deep and wide I can see my baby standing 
on the Arkansas side. But I can't go crossing, Lord, I can't go round. I can't go in, cause I'm scared that I might drown. head so high, every living soul got to lay right down and die. Well, I asked her for a nickel, don't she give me a dime, I don't see what makes her do it every time. What makes you do it? Today. And I did not have but the one thing lousy dime. And before I would spend it for my particular use, I would spend it all on that loving gal of mine. On Lookout Mountain, I looked down in the deep blue sea. I seen a swamp and a tadpole trying to do the shimmy sheep. Ah, honey, you take the southern, Lord, I'll take the Santa Fe. When you get in Memphis, pretty mama look around for me. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I just, I just saw that, and I, and I had, I've been remiss in, in, uh, in mentioning this, but you are a Grammy award winner. You oh, won yeah, the yeah, Grammy yeah. in 2003 for it was album notes, yeah. I believe it was yeah. for Charlie Patton's yeah, record. I've got a, uh, in fact, I'm up for nomination this time around. Yeah, you're nominated in the upcoming one for. Is it for the same thing? Is it for liner notes? Liner notes. Yeah. <laughs> you never you know. know. Are you gonna, are you going to go out to the awards? No, no, I got this thing in Little Rock. Oh, you got a gig. Sorry guys, I'm going to I got a paid gig. Y'all yeah, ship the award to me. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of a lot of artists uh, like that, you know, they uh, especially for some of the lesser uh, 
awards, you might say, I don't think it's lesser, but you know, <laughs> most people do. You know, they, they won't put it in the television show, I don't think. They can't turn down a good gig. You well, know. Uh, attend something that they got a one in five chance of winning. Well, yeah. <laughs> brother's got to eat. <laughs> yeah. LA ain't cheap either, Ed, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Well, congratulations on your nomination. I, I hope you get it, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so too. I mean, it's uh, looks good on the resume. Yeah, well, well, it does. I mean, a lot of people take notice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just I'm serious. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get uh, introduced. You know, playing shows. You know, a Grammy Award winner. Well, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's not for what you think. But it's 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 great to have. Weight, yeah, you, know, you shouldn't lessen that at all. You're no, a Grammy Award winning well, artist, is it? Well, I tell you what, if I ever put an album, I'm going to ha- hire you to write my liner notes. You don't contradict the guy that's introducing you. No. I think it was uh, Frank Sinatra that once said that you uh, never turn down the opportunity to let somebody compliment you. Right, right. Yeah. And that's great. I hope you get it. You know? well, yeah. you, your phone might ring in the middle of that gig and say, uh, Brad, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Then your fee goes up. Probably, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the way that works. You know, we've got we've got a few uh, artists from this area that uh, that have been nominated. Of course, Cedric Burnside for uh, yeah. Relics of Benton County, I think, is the album. So I think he's up for it. Yeah, he's going to be playing at that festival. <coughs> I'm playing in, in May. Yeah. Oh, Cedric's he's he's a delightful delightful guy. Uh, if you feel like it, uh, we've got we got time for one more. If you'd like, before we turn you loose into the night. Yeah, yeah. I recorded uh, Cedric's father, Calvin Jackson. I mean, first recorded to him and his grandfather, uh, R.L. Yeah, R.L. Yeah.
ever be. gentlemen the the record is lonesome midnight dream uh get it add it to your collection uh go find uh go find him when he's playing uh in a town near you and uh and enjoy the show because you will uh thank you so much very much thank you it's a pleasure it's always a thrill to have you have you back in these parts and i'm thinking we need to put the last chance drug band back together and and come on down here with it we'll try that's a proposition it's five Uh, that's a surly bunch, that's for sure. <laughs> and best of luck with the with the Grammy. I hope you get it. Well, thank you. Yeah, that, that, that'd be great. Very good. Thank you again. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com.